Radio, where we provide you with information that inspires and resources to help you infuse harmony into your everyday living. Today's topic is expanding into the fullness of you through intuitive Western astrology. I'm Raisa Darlene, and I'm here with my co-host, Scott. Greetings, Scott. Good evening, Darlene. How are you this evening? I am doing well. Uh, I have to say I had a very interesting day. I had to reflect back to my morning meditation to remain non-judgmental and balanced many times before noon. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) The key word was equanimity. Mm -hmm. So today we'd like to talk about the topic as mentioned, intuitive Western astrology. So who wouldn't want to know the optimal times to move forward with their dreams and allow for a more harmonious life in general, one where we have a better relationship with ourselves and others because we have a greater understanding of the forces at play. Astrology does that for us. Intuitive Western astrology is a divine guidance system that highlights a path uniquely designed to align to our personal life purpose using the universe's energetic flow. It combines traditional Western astrology with metaphysics to tap into the fullness of existence. It's a multidimensional look both inward and outward that allows you to expand into the fullness of you. And our guest tonight, intuitive astrologist extraordinaire, is Sonia Marie, She's an Essence Astrology columnist, a songwriter, including being one of three writers on the multi-platinum album Waiting to Exhale, a poet who has done two CDs, five anthologies, and an e-book called Thoughts and Wishes. And Sonia is committed to revealing the truth about ourselves and others to help us love the life we live. And talk about making astrology fun and so very accessible and usable in your life today, like right now. Through her passion and enthusiasm, the planets and other influencers become like friends and relatives. Sonia Marie, love and light, welcome to the show. Yes, Thank welcome. you so much. That was a wonderful introduction, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. We're excited to have you with us this evening. Oh, I'm excited to be here. I talk a lot of mess, and it feels so good to just be comfortable and express what it is that I love. So let's get to it. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, I didn't mention that you uh, had been on The Doctors and recently appeared on the Steve Harvey Show. So we have a star with us today. (laughs) (laughs) That's cute. (laughs) So... Uh, Take us to school first and tell us two things. What's the difference between intuitive astrology and standard astrology? And then what's the difference between Western versus Eastern astrology? Let's start there. And then we'll continue into your background. I believe that um, all people are extremely intuitive, every single person on the planet. I like to look at intuition as like, an open window versus a closed window. And if you are extremely intuitive or have tapped into that, regardless of what you do, 
be it a baker, an astrologer, a teacher, a singer. It doesn't matter what your profession is. Anyone can be an intuitive anything because it's a way of life, right? It's how you step into what you're designed to do. And the reason why I claim it is because I've decided, um, along with spirit and my guides and my ancestors, to utilize my intuition in my work. So, yeah, I take the science of astrology, which most astrologers do. They look at the geometry of it. They look at the mathematics of it. They look at the universe as a picture and put it all together and come up with meanings and predictions. However, with me, I'd have to admit, I'll just be vulnerable and say that I don't know as much as a lot of astrologers that are that are out there, especially the ones I've been studying for 30-plus years. I've been studying for about 20, only because I stopped at a particular point of adhering to the knowledge, per se, the, the geometric mathematics of it all, and that's where intuition takes over. I'm more well-versed on people, on hearing people's ancestors and hearing spirit guide me to what astrology has to say about a person, person's personality and what a person needs to hear in that particular moment. That's how I claim myself as an intuitive astrologer because I don't just base it on the equation. I let spirit talk to me and then go to the tool of astrology to pick it out and put it in people's face and say, see, this is the reason why spirit said X, Y, and Z, and you can actually manipulate this by maybe being a little bit more quiet with your Mercury, that's communication, um, maybe loving a little bit differently through Venus and this way and so on and so forth. Um, as far as Western and Eastern astrology, I honestly think between us is that it's all the same. <laughs> <laughs> You Look, know, I'm whispering, I, I, like, we're the only ones talking. The I, only get ones I, I get that. I get that, because how could it really be different when truth is truth, you know? Um, exactly. Western astrology, I think they put a little twist on it to have it aligned with psychology, with Carl Jung and others. But basically, the, the essence of the truth is there, and it will forever remain the same. Amen. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing, just to be a little technical. It all depends on who discovered it, you know. It's almost like religion, you know. And you look at, um, I don't know, the Islamic faith versus the Christian faith. You know, there are some stark differences, of course, but mainly it's about who said what, who actually delivered the information, because it's all just people want to put claim on it, you mm-hmm. know. But it, yeah. recorded it. <laughs> Who put the flag mm-hmm. down? <laughs> yes. Put pretty okay, much. So, you got there first, right? Mm-hmm. So how did you get oh, yeah. into this initially, and who were your teachers and, and guides? You know, uh, astrology was like a, is, well, it was. It's not a mm-hmm. hobby anymore, but it was a hobby to me when I was younger. My mom bought me this book called Astrology for Cats and Dogs, and I had this <laughs> little dog named Maceta. And my set, I was a cancer, and I was so intrigued by what this book was saying um, that represented the personality of my little dog. And I was in love with her, and I was like, oh, wow, this is interesting. So from that moment on, it just grew and grew and grew, and my mother and I used to get these little scrolls back in the 70s and 80s that were that was in the supermarket, and we kind of made it a nice little habit, and 
hobby of it, to read these scrolls, and these scrolls basically said what was happening every month. And as I grew, uh, my intuition started peaking and opening up even more and more, and I would see people's ancestors and their guides and their spirits and kind of coincided with what it is I was learning about astrology. It naturally melds together, to be honest with you. Um, But then, as spirit would have it, um, certain mentors came into my life, primarily my ex-husband's mother. Um, I lovingly call her Mama Neat. Um, She was a big influence on me. She kind of opened it up, like, as far as uh, the information is concerned. She started putting the puzzle together for me. And then from that moment on, I she offered some books, and then I would go out and seek my own books, and then I would talk to fellow astrologers. And more importantly, I have to tell you, I'm kind of weird, but I'm not like everybody when it comes to learning. I like to learn. Well, some people are like this. I like to learn through experience. So my thing was watching people and asking particular questions and putting information about cancers up against information about Scorpios and how they reacted towards one another. So in my brain, I was, like, taking notes based off of what I've learned and devising my own um, outcome to what it is that I saw that correlated to different sun signs, moon signs, so on and so forth, you know. So it just built naturally to the point where, I was saying what I was saying in correlation to what Spirit was telling me to say, you know, astrology and the fact that I could see somebody's grandmother was standing behind her kind of came into play. And I said, okay, I I think I can help people with this. So about 15, almost 20 years ago, it, it started to become that. It just gradually became like, okay, let's continue to open up. And I fought it for a little while. I fought it because it's um how I, teach astrology or heal through astrology, it could be really taxing, you know. Um, So I fought it a little bit and um, didn't know if I wanted to be as committed. But as spirit does, spirit talks to you and your ancestors come through you and they talk to you and they're like, yeah, we know what you don't want to do, but what you (laughs) are going to (laughs) do. I felt like somebody pulled the belt out on me a couple of years back. I was like, okay, I guess we're going to get down on this thing here. So there you go. <laughs> hmm, that's interesting. I mean, it kind of leads into a question I thought might come up later. But so do do you think it's just a fluid universe or that you know, there's fate? How much wiggle room do we have from your perspective as we're living life and making decisions, having experiences. I don't understand that. You mean, like, h- how much you think astrology should lead our lives, is what you're asking? Or uh, I mean, how much do you think is preordained versus the amount of influence you have in, in changing life in any moment? And, and I oh, think that's about an excellent that. question. Go ahead, I'm sorry. I, I think about that from, like, a perspective of quantum physics teaching it's like uh, life experience is a result of probabilities based on uh, past experience and you know what we're thinking causes a vibration which is basically the law of attraction so we're always attracting things to us based on our vibration and so that can change based on what we learn and what we know so I'm always wondering okay so how much is really how how much we can change the occurrences and experience in our lives versus what is preordained. 
I love that question. And um, what's so interesting about that is I finally, uh, finally started, started grasping uh, how I should walk this life. And I'm, and I'm going to answer your question, but let me say this. The power of integration is incredible. And, and how we, we have a way of looking at everything that's around us and walking this fine line to incorporate everything that we learn and even the things that we discard, the newness that's coming and the unknown versus what we just walk through, the up and the down, the dark and the light, all of that, right? It, um, it's, it intrigues me because it, it, it makes you become really, really aware of what's happening at every second of the moment. So I say that to say, to answer your question, to me it's all energy because mm-hmm. what is it, the chicken or the egg? Like do you think of something and then it comes or does it come as you're thinking about it? Does that make sense? The yeah, exactly. Is, is like, That's what I'm asking, yeah. Yeah, yeah to, to me, I mean, I, I'm kind of agreeing with you, or I think, because I'm, I, I think it's all energy. I think what's preordained? Hmm. If there is a preordained um, segment in all of this, maybe, possibly, there's a huge force called God, called spirit, that says, hey, I know your gifts and I know what you want to do and I, 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 I know why I put you on this planet, but and this is my belief, only my belief, how I see it. But I'm going to co-create with you in this thing. I'm going to let you step into this energy field and I'm going to tell you what it is that I think you should do. But if you don't want to do that, mm-hmm. if you want to do something else because of your thoughts, your actions, your, your, your life walk, then I'll steer you in that direction as, as far as long as it's, surrounded with love and with light, and I'm there to help you, you dig? I'm going to help you to co-create what it is that you feel that it is necessary in your heart to do. I think religion put a slant on it because religion tried to come in and say, hey, the power of God says you should do this, and I'm going to tell mm-hmm. you what the power of God said to do. Mm-hmm. Thus, you should you should basically follow me, preach a man, right, mm-hmm. and, and give me my money, give me your money to, to so I can tell you again next week what it is you should do. I think there's a big misconception about how God has already laid it out and how God has punished us if we don't go that way and blah, blah, right. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I think God is like, yo, if you want to do it like that, that's cool. I'm going to help you do that. And I'm going to put energy in your space and up and around you and through you to help you to manifest that, whatever it is that you want. So mm-hmm. in my, I don't know if I answered your question, but in my opinion, it's all yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. It's all of that. There's no real preordained situation. I think it is, is what it is that's coming from your heart. As long as you can be real, you can be open, you can be raw to the energy that's coming through you, then you're going to get whatever it is you put out. Yeah, that, thank you. That was an, a nice explanation. And as you thank you share your teaching, are there some really uh, key things that you want to emphasize to people? Wow. There are several key um, points that I like, I love and I continuously emphasize to people, but um, I know we only have but so long, and I just want to <laughs> harp on one of them. Yeah, I, I can go on forever with that question or that answer. I think the most important thing that just jumped out for me is about being vulnerable, is about being open, is about taking all the masks off, and really be courageous enough to go inside your heart and soul, your spirit, and to ask it 
to ask yourself, your higher self, what is what is it that you came here to do? How are you going to make that happen? And do it by any means necessary. It causes for us to um, just go deep, to be raw. Um, I, in everything that I do, in all thousands of clients that I have, um, I go hard, you know. I'm from Yonkers, New York. I really, I don't have too much of a filter, and um <laughs> I'm, it's just who I am. I mean, I'm loving because I'm a cancer, and I, I do want to see people grow, and, and I want to see everybody win. But if you have masks on and, and if you're dancing around situations, then I'm going to have to go hard because the masks are easily spotted. You don't have time for that. So for me, it's about going deep. It's about going raw. It's about being available and being vulnerable and, and, and living your heart's truth. You know, otherwise, you know. Why are we here is the real question. Mm-hmm. And and I think a lot of that, well, well, not think, but a lot of that is surrounding fear. You know, that's why we have the mask. That's why we have, um, uh, we uh, neglect or we don't pursue what we really know in our hearts is uh, what we're here to do. So a lot of that is surrounding fear. And once we Absolutely. step out of that, then we are able to be, uh, and to be boldly ourselves and to go in that direction. But a lot of that is, is really fear. And it when is. we start peeling back the layers and, you know, really being honest and open and, you know, regardless of what others might think or, you know, what the situation is surrounding us, then we're able to um, to do that and be our fullest self. And so I think the bottom line with that really is fear, overcoming that, getting past it or doing whatever we need to do to, like you said, be our fullest self. Right. Mm-hmm. And you said the key word uh, is, is layers, because I think what happens is most people, whether they want to believe it or not, um, would really like to take a pill. They'd li- really like to, like, hold their breath, squeeze their nose, jump <laughs> in the pool, you know what I mean, and say, let me just take this one good time, and then I'll be free, and I'll be clear on the other side, and everybody yeah. will be healed up, I'll be healed up. And it's mm-hmm. like, no. Fear, like, hits you, like, 17 million times a day. Mm-hmm. Every turn you make, here comes some fearful situation or decision that you have to play in, and it's like it hurts after a while. You, you feel beat up and tired and full of anguish and exhausted and blah, 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 blah. So the point is is that my thing is, like, just keep going with it. As much as you get beat up, as many layers you keep peeling back, keep peeling them. Mm-hmm. People get stuck in layers. People get stuck in, in between, like, certain abysses and and then they give up, and then they're like, ah, I'm cool. I, I got this far. I'm all right. And then mm-hmm. people never see. Now, have I seen the fullness of me? Heck no. Mm-hmm. But I'm on this mission like everybody else. I'm like, come on. If I commit to do it, you coming with me. <laughs> <laughs> I and am it, a real bully like that. <laughs> and it seems that, you know, when we are aligning with the planets and we actually are getting help to allow us to be that imperfect self. And we feel better about it. And we're not expecting ourselves to be perfection and to Mm -hmm. always have it together. And and we are understanding all of that influence out there better. I know you do a really great job of that um, when you come on Facebook and Periscope. So would you give us a little flavor about what's going on now and and so people can just have the experience. Oh, it's just, it's an exciting time right now. I will say that right now, right now, 
excuse me, it's a pretty, it's a little confusing emotionally because the moon is just coming out of cancer, and I was talking about that on Periscope today. And apologizing, so to speak, because I didn't let everybody know, but I was like, oh, my God, I got hit myself. Everybody got so emotional the last two days because the moon that controls emotions and reactions to the world and what's going on around you um, was in cancer, a very emotional, sensitive sign. Um, And it actually squared a lot of Aries planets that are happening right now. And squaring is a challenging aspect. It, it shows lessons. It, it makes you look into the lessons. It, it's a hard kind of um, relationship. So when the emotions are squaring Mars, which is anger, you know, if, if they don't get along. So your emotional nature is putting the middle finger up to your aggression. Your aggression is putting the middle finger up to your emotions, and they're both battling. So that's just one aspect of what's happening right now. But truthfully, and there's a lot more, but I'm going to keep it short, there's a whole lot of that agitation that's happening today and yesterday especially that is um, actually, in my opinion, is pushing us out of this cocoon. It's like it's very much representative of, of, of a cocoon and us taking the skin off because on Friday, uh, February 10th, and on um, February 26th, we have eclipses that are happening. And eclipses always make me excited um, because – they are new feelings and events that happen in our lives out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I say that to a sense that we, we've been working for it, we've been working on it, and we've been pushing ourselves out of this cocoon and today and yesterday's agitation and not really knowing why. It's because the eclipse is like, um, you ready? I'm about to kick you off the cliff. <laughs> All the things that you've been trying to do and you've been saying you're going to do and you've been writing down and you've been meditating on and you've been being very polite with yourself and everybody else, okay, we don't have time for that right now. you got a swift kick in the back. It's time to jump. And on Friday, being that that full moon is in Leo, full moons usually act in the opposite. So full moon in Leo is opposite of Aquarius. So the full moon in Leo is about putting down how we can stop being a little self-centered and knowing that things are all about us, knowing that things um, are, are, are more lean towards humanity and our independence in humanity, if that makes sense. Being okay to stand strong in who we are so we can lead our community in a stronger sense. So that's what this Friday's eclipse is going to be about, but then on the 26th, it's just even better because it's the last series, in my opinion, it's the, not, that's not my opinion, that's a fact, it's the last series of a new moon solar eclipse in Pisces. So we've been gearing up for the last year and a half of becoming more and more and more intuitive. Our, 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 our um, dreams have been sparked. In the, in the past year, telling us exactly what to do. Our ancestors have been downloading information in our dreams and telling us where to go, who to talk to, how to, you know, uh, how, to, how to go through a business situation, like really giving us instructions, right? So this last series of Pisces, a new moon solar eclipse on the um, 26th is going to lead that or it's going to stop right there and 
this is what really gets me excited. There's some other aspects of Uranus around that. Uranus always brings surprises. So we got newness with our eclipses, saying this is the last little bit of our intuition, everything that's coming at you right now in your dreams, all the things that you're supposed to be led with faith and with belief to do is kicking you off the cliff telling you to do it. Like you have no more time to, to, to either whine about it, make excuses <laughs> about it. Now is the time. And alongside that, Uranus is like, yep, and I got you. How about this sudden surprise coming out the, out the woodwork? How about somebody's going to leave $2,000 in your mailbox to make sure that the dream that you're supposed to do is going to come off straight, just clear, right? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. In my yeah, opinion, no, like, we should all, like, really. And, and here's the thing is that I don't want nobody hitting me up on my, my website, wordlikeastrology.com, even though I'm giving it to you. Listen, don't hit me up on my, my website talking about nothing happened yet. Eclipses, <laughs> eclipses <laughs> work within two weeks of each other or six months. Mm. So you and can see something happen. I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm going to say that echo again, you guys. I can't really. I think if, if someone has their computer on, please turn the volume down if you can, because I'm I'm hearing feedback too. Okay. So I guess it's really up to you based on where you're vibing, right? If you're right there, it comes right in, and if you're not, then it'll take a little longer. Yeah. And get ready. Um, it's about, so we talked about that earlier, about energy, right? It's all about energy. Mm-hmm. Have you been getting ready? Have you been doing your work leading up to this? And the specific work that I'm talking about, especially with that new moon um, solar eclipse at the end of the month in Pisces, have you been paying attention to your intuition? Have mm-hmm. you been listening to the messages that are coming through? Yeah. Have you been exercising your faith, you know? Because mm-hmm. if you have, then they have a reward for you. At the end of that, I mean, that eclipse is going to be your reward, mm. you know? That's so, funny. again, it's all about energy. You can't sit about there on the your couch too. expecting. Yeah, exactly. You can't sit there and, and on the couch and expect things to come to you because mm-hmm. somebody said it's an eclipse. Well, yeah, but you've been in the house for the past seven months. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you think is going to happen? You might get a piece of candy at your doorstep because mm-hmm. a little kid left you a piece of candy, mm-hmm. but that's at your doorstep because why you didn't leave the house? <laughs> right, yeah. right. What? I mean, it's all energy is all action. The steps you're taking exactly. towards where you're trying to go, what you're trying to do, and also the inner work, the meditation, the quiet time, so that you can hear, so that you yep. can understand. And you know, because sometimes we could be so busy that we're not even paying attention to the signs and to the lessons and you know things like that. I mean, I was. Um, I think I mentioned to one of my girlfriends that uh, a couple of weeks ago. I honestly felt my grandmother, and I've, you know, been very vocal about um, my, and, and I'm, I know that I'm growing out of that, but at one time I was at a point where I, my ancestors knew that I didn't want to see anybody or I didn't want to communicate with anybody because I was just that scary, you know. Yeah. So they know that, you know, I love them, I pay homage to them, I depend on them, but I wasn't trying to see anybody, you know, after they had transitioned, and so right. nobody came to me. But then, you know, um, I just went through um, a situation with the loss of a loved one that was um, very close. And then, you know, trying to do some work. And I honestly, I felt my grandmother's energy and, and her spirit. 
And um, even today I was thinking about it, and I was like, I wonder if it was my grandmother or my aunt. My energy says, or my understanding said it was my grandmother, and it was the most beautiful, uh, peaceful, it, it was just, I, I can't even explain the experience, but I know that that was her. And mm. it was her energy there. I didn't see, but I felt and I, I've i never experienced anything like that before, and it was just so awesome. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe you might be ready, but I'm still not trying to see anybody. <laughs> but I understand and feel, I felt her energy and her presence um, yes. like um, never, never before. So that um, helped me to say, okay, well, you know, it's time for you to be, uh, to open up a little bit more because I have been told on numerous occasions that I have the, um, the intuition to do that, but I've always been like, well, I'm not trying to open up a can of worms I can't deal with and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, we have to do the work with uh, meditation, being quiet, being able to focus and to hear and then to know when we are receiving information um, and being able to understand it. That's what it is, you know, just the quiet whisper or the direct knowing. So it it takes work on both ends towards doing what Absolutely. we're supposed to be doing and then our inner work as well, which is really important. So, Tony, Marie, would you tell us more about what you do and your classes and your programs? And you can give your contact information in full as well. Oh, well, yes, everybody can always reach me on my website at Word Life Astrology. That's Word like to write a word, wordlifeastrology.com. And um, there's contact, there's a contact page on there if you want to email me as well. Um, I have thousands of clients, and I offer 60-minute sessions as well as 90-minute sessions. I prefer the 90 minutes, um, not because it's longer, it's because, you know, I'm the type of person where I like to give as much information as possible. And sometimes when they start talking, they just don't stop until they... <laughs> Until my body is like, you know what, I think we should stop. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so there's three things that we do in our 90-minute session. We talk to your ancestors and your guides um, on the other side. The second thing is that, um, and you know, Sky, by mm-hmm. the way, I don't, I don't, I used to see them too, but I've negotiated my plan. <laughs> <laughs> and what I mean by that is I'm like, there was one day, and this is what I call one of my squirrel moments, right, as us all females have, right, um, one day I was like, you know, I don't want to see them. If you want me to do this work, you got to sh- let them show up in another way. So mm-hmm. how they show up for me now is like a picture. Mm. It's almost like whatever you're looking at right now in front of you, you can still see the picture of your bathroom, the layout of your bathroom mm-hmm. in your head. Mm-hmm. So that's how they come to me, which works a whole lot better than them showing up and mm-hmm. damn near physical and knocking mm-hmm. me off the chair, you know? Right. So, or showing up while right. you're in the shower and you're like, hey, right. you're privacy. Right. <laughs> like, I'm so cool. You're about to make me fall and bust my head. Just mm-hmm. show up in my head. Like, I don't need to see all of you. Right, so, right. So, yeah, so I, um, so we do that. I talk to mm-hmm. him uh, that way. And then the second thing is with your time, your date, and your place of birth, 
I pull up your natal chart, and your natal chart is a picture of the heavens when you were born, basically. And it's like a representation, like a stamp, a registration of when you slip through your mother's womb and um, and what your Western astrology chart looks like based on your personality. We break that down a little bit. And then thirdly, we surmise the whole situation with um, a sweet little five-card spread tarot cards. A lot of information comes through, and it's just awesome. Um, I also offer workshops uh, through Periscope most of the time. I love my Perry Village. I really, really love the Perry Village that we have all cultivated um, because people come on um, and they want to share information and they want, everybody wants to heal and everybody has a little bit of information to help the next person heal, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. So I offer it to everybody, though. Um, And these workshops that I have online, these online workshops are just introductory uh, classes to Western astrology usually lasts about 10, 10 days. And I'm going to start a new one in March, at the end of March sometime. And um, they're very, very affordable. So I'll be um, explaining that and announcing that very, very soon. And it's just going to get even better. Like there's some wonderful things happening down the pike that um, I don't want to really speak into existence just yet because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm kind of like that chick. Um, just like Steve Harvey just kind of came up on the scene. I kind of like surprising folks with that. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of things happening. I'm, I'm just, um, I'm on a mission. I'm on a straight mission to, um, to speak to people about not only just astrology, but about loving self and loving God and getting raw from a perspective in which I believe um, is missing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's missing out in the world. Like we, we all have, we all are intuitive. We all have spiritual knowledge, um, but there are a lot of people that don't see themselves in it because it's spoken in a way that's over their head. Mm-hmm. And that's why I named my company Word Life Astrology because it's, it's, it's the, it's word life. Like it's down to earth. It's, 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 New York, it's in your face. It's being raw. It's being who you are, but looking at spirit from your perspective mm-hmm. as opposed to trying to fall in line of spirituality 101 and spending $800 for a course in which you'll never freaking use. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's from your, from where you stand, how you see spirit and how you see yourself from where you stand. I'd like to talk to people like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You do that dynamic download several times a week. And I also hear in that that you truly encourage others to learn more about themselves and to learn about astrology and the spirit world and all of that that helps us move through life. So can you talk a little bit more about how you do encourage others through your teachings? Um. I don't quite know how to answer that. Um, I encourage them by, by just being me. Like, you mean like certain things that I offer, or I don't know how to answer that However, other than astrology? That. <laughs> it could be other than astrology. It is, you know, what you do to help people. I, I understand that that is um, your passion to help people find their true self. You know, I believe in language. I I actually first started out, um, as you so eloquently ran it off in the intro, as um, 
a wordsmith, and that's what that's who I am. I'm I'm a poet, and I respect the word. I respect poetry. I respect images. So another way in which I do my best to speak spirit through me is through the word, through the power of imagination, mm-hmm. and and the tasty thoughts that we all have, and allow us all to like come together with one sentence and go, wow, you felt that? And it's like, yeah, I felt that. Mm-hmm. God is in everything. And what I like to do is just utilize whatever it is that spirit tells me to utilize in that moment, in that year, in that decade, so I can put light on God. I can put light on spirit. If it's me shaking my ass on stage and speaking poetry with a seven-piece band for about ten years, that's exactly what I'm going to do. If it's me on the way to the Exhale soundtrack and speaking God um, with Whitney Houston and Shaka Khan and all of them, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm going to do. If it's through astrology, if it's through being Kamal's mama, who, wherever the, the platform is is what I'm going to utilize um, at that moment to speak spirit. Um, I don't know how else to answer that but that. I think that some people, and this is not you, this is not you, but I think that people find it very difficult in their in life sometimes because they they believe that they're supposed to do just one thing, right, or mm-hmm. utilize one vocation to to be able to to speak their truth. And I don't think that's I don't think that's real because I think we change. I think we change throughout our lives. I'm not the same chick I was at 25. I'm 46, and I won't be the same chick at 66. So my interests are going to change. My environment is going to change. And we should change along with that. And more often we don't. That's a great point. I mean, if you want to be a banker for 75 years, that's cool. But I'm sure in between that 75 years, like, you went from crocheting to making cookies to, you know, (laughs) playing bingo to getting into yoga. Like, you did several different things, and in Mm -hmm. those several different things, you spoke your truth in those several different things. You did? Mm -hmm. But because we make money in a particular way, we think that that's what we're supposed to do, and that's not true. That's how we make money sometimes. Mm-hmm. As long as we make the money, we can be all right. That's not the biggest thing. Money comes. Yes. Let's see if we have any truth. questions from the um, our guests in the audience. If you would okay. like to ask a question, make a comment, please uh, raise your hand on the computer, and we'll call you on the line by the last four digits of your phone number. They should press one. Press one. Mm-hmm. To be recognized. Okay. Um, Sonia Marie, you got into a little bit about the moon. So what does the moon say about us versus the sun? What does the moon say about what? I didn't hear the last About time. us versus the sun in general. The moon represents what? versus what the sun represents in astrology. Oh, okay. The moon represents emotions, of course. The moon represents um, our emotional reaction to the world. So we're in our moon signs, like almost 60 
thousand times a day because every time, and I'm exaggerating, but if you think about it, especially women, right, because we're emotional people, like every time we turn around or we stub our toe or we answer the phone or somebody says something to us that's not nice or somebody says something to us that's really nice, like we are responding from an emotional perspective. So that's your moon sign. If there's an earthquake right now, I'm going to respond from my emotions. I'm not going to respond from my, my sun sign or any other part of me. I'm going to respond from my knee-jerk reaction, my emotional nature. The moon also represents your relationship with your mother and the women that's in your life, believe it or not. So when you slip through your mother's womb, depending on what sign your moon sign is in, that's how you visualize your mom. That was your impression of your mother. Everybody else could see your mother in a total different light, but you see your mother in one particular way. For instance, if your moon sign, your particular moon sign is in Virgo, when you slip through your mom's womb, you saw your mother as a Virgo. You saw her organized. You saw her um, discriminating. You saw her very, very critical. That's, that was your perception of her. You did? So, mm-hmm. and the moon sign also deals with your karmic relation, your, your karmic self. Like what you just, it's almost like what you just got off the bus handling, <laughs> your last ride, <clears throat> and all the emotional stuff that you bring back from your, um, from your last life or, you know, from a karmic situation that happened in your last life, like the lessons that keep learning, you learn through your, your moon sign the comic lessons you learn through your moon sign. So the moon represents a lot. Mm. Thank you. It does. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. I think we have a caller who's um, who'd like to come in. We're going to call the last three, uh, the last four numbers of your phone uh, number. Please um, give us your name and um, ask your question or make your comment. And that's caller 2911. Hi, You're on the air. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Hi. Uh, my name is my name is Carrie, and I was just I'm calling in. Um, very, um, you know, open and, and very drawn to intuitive astrology, and sort of um, dabbling it myself, just sort of learning it. And I'm just very intrigued by it. Um, you know, knowing like your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising. And being that I'm a Leo, I know that there's a full moon coming up <laughs> in the next few days, and it's a big one. So I was just open to receiving any uh, messages or guidance you have for me regarding uh, this upcoming full moon. Hi, how are you, by the way? <laughs> Good, how are well, you? Well, I'm wonderful, thank you. Um, it's your moon. It's your eclipse time. It's, it's a wonderful situation. Here's the thing is that <clears throat> the full moon a lunar eclipse is going to affect everybody. And I'm going to mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to do my best to teach you guys in 2.2. So the, the chart, everybody's astrological chart is made up of 12 different houses. Leo mm-hmm. is in somebody's house somewhere. We just don't know depending on your particular chart, right? It'll fall in that house and affect that part of your life. However, for our sweet caller here, because she is a Leo, that new that uh, full moon is going to hit her sun sign. So why is it so important for Leo people is because it magnifies the eclipse and it turns who you are, sweet, inside out. The eclipse mm-hmm. is going to hit somebody particularly, like say that eclipse falls into their home life. So maybe they'll move or maybe their mother will come live with them, so on and so forth. But for Leos, it's turning you inside out. It's turning okay. your sun sign inside out. And, and for you, it's allowing you to see as a Leo 
what things you need to stop doing. And what I mean by that is that the thing, the habits of, of Leo energy, and that could be like expectations, you did? That can like be talking like, too much. <laughs> uh, you said talking too much? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's not necessarily a well, Leo a trait, but. Because <laughs> my boyfriend, his birthday is on uh February 26th, and there's an eclipse in his on his birthday, and he's a Pisces, so we have a jam-packed month for us, so I think I'm learning to wow. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you might talk too much for the Pisces, though. He might have told you that, yeah. and you may be, like, reflecting something right now, but... <laughs> I'm just He's just more sensitive, and he's very work-driven. I'm like, you've got to slow down. Yeah. There are a lot of Pisces-Leo connections, by the way. You know Lucille Balls? And Desi Arnaz, he was a Pisces and she was a Leo. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Mm-hmm. Anyway. He's very elusive. <laughs> I can't figure him out. And I'm I'm generally pretty empathic and I'm just a good judge of character and not just going yeah. astrologic. Pisces are hard. <laughs> yeah, get ready to turn your life upside down, though. And it's about time because Leos have been waiting for a really long time. Um, and what I mean by that is it's been rough for everybody, truthfully. In the last eight years, no one has been left unscathed, I'll be truthful. However, Leos have been waiting in a sense where you guys have, how can I say this quickly, because you're so proud and so courageous, it's almost like you had to eat crow for the last yeah. day and a half. You had to sit back and you had to understand um, that there's a process. There's a process in your success. There's a process in you being um uh, of you, um, uh, I can't think of the word, of uh, gaining humility about things. Like you had to sit back and watch and let the river swell in order mm-hmm. for you to get your rewards again. And that's and here comes your reward. Here comes your reward on the other side of that. So kudos to you, darling, because they're saying now you can be the celestial favorite. You can show up for yourself mm-hmm. and say, damn, I waited. Damn, not only did I wait, but I did my homework. Not only I didn't do my homework, but I gathered people around me. And for you in particular, it's about career, and it's about you showing yourself. Because now you have your ducks in order, and now people need to see who you are. And I'm saying that to you because I can feel you. Now people need to see who you are so you can shine again and again and again. Okay. Awesome. Uh, Thank you, Carrie, for calling in and being with us this evening. Thanks for having me. Good night. Okay. Um, we have another caller. I'll bring you into the conversation. It's, um, let's see, 6845. Uh, yes, hi. Hi, welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks for being with us. Hi. Uh, my name is Maddie. Uh, I just tuned in, so I I think I got a little bit of you talking about astrology. Um, uh, anyway, I don't. Okay, I thought you you had your hand up to ask a question. Oh, uh, you given. We do have um, another caller with a question. Oh, you given readings? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, thank you, um, Maddie, for being with us and and um, just listening for the rest of the uh, conversation. Then. Oh, what do I need to give you to get a reading? Just ask a question, or. Uh, well, we're, well, we're not questions. Really doing readings per right. se. Mm-hmm. We're we're having a conversation with. Sonia Marie, intuitive astrologist, and um, if there's a specific burning question, you can ask. Sonia, you tell us what you yes, want to I, I do. I do have a question. And uh, do you need my 
my information for the birth? No. No, we're not doing readings to the extent of date of birth, et cetera. You can okay. ask your question now. Yes. I want to know, I chose a lawyer out of state, and I want to know, is, is she, would she be the right lawyer for me? Because she has not returned my call. Um, okay. So I'm, I'm choosing to answer this question because it's kind of blind and it's kind of left field and it's kind of out of there. But I'm just mm-hmm. going to say this before I answer your question. Maddie, you're the type of person where um, you don't necessarily see people. You see what you want to see, sweetheart. You see what you want to see. So what happens is is that the information and the answers will come to you, and you keep saying, yeah, yeah, I know what you said, but what did you really say? And they're telling you, I'm telling you what I'm saying. I'm telling you what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 I know what you mean, but what you said yesterday wasn't what you said today. My point is is that you got your answer already. Chick told you your answer when you first said hello to her, the first time you met her and or correspond with her on email. You have to pay attention, baby. You got to open your eyes. Oh, yeah. It's not that. It's not that. It's just that uh, it was last week, and this week I have left messages, and she has not returned my message. That's why I got it in my head. Well, she told you. Well, she told Mm -hmm. you, and they're telling you. That's my point, is that the answer is you already know. Like, if she's not returning it and she's not interested, she's not interested. You already got the answer. That, that's you're right. That's why I have the question mark. Yeah. It's like, will she return? Well, you know, I know she's understand. I understand that she stays busy, but when I spoke with her, it was all like, oh yeah, I get through the politics of that, and I would be, and she would get all my paperwork together and get back with her. And each Listen, time I call, she doesn't. You know what? You you don't need me to answer this question. You know why? Because you've lived long enough to know that when people want to do something, they're gonna get at you. That's the bottom line. Come hell or high water, they will show up at your doorstep if they yeah, want to work very, with it's you. Very, it's very possible that she changed her mind. Mm-hmm. So, and I know people have a right to change their mind, even though she yeah. told me, yeah. And I live here in Georgia, and she's in New Jersey, and that's where I need a lawyer. And that's why And I thought, let me go look for another one. Yeah, that you should was. look for somebody else. Okay, we're that going give you to an answer. take another question. We're running out of time, so we do have one more question. We'll take that. And then, Thank Tony you, Maria, I'd like to have time for you to give out your information again and share any last words you'd like to part with us on, and then we close out with a quote about the topic. So, okay. That. Thank you, Maddie, for being with us, though. All right, thank you. Okay, have a <laughs> thank great you. 2017. Okay, we'll move to the next caller. It's 8511. Good evening. Can you hear me? Yes, it's on the line. I've been on the call from the very beginning. I heard you guys when you first called out for us to call in, but the conversation was so inspiring that I I didn't want to interrupt it. And so when the last caller came on and she asked for a reading, and the whole time I've been sitting here, I feel like I have gotten a reading from you. I feel like <laughs> I mean, everything you're saying is resonated and so, to me so much as if, you know, as if I really paid you for a reading. So mm-hmm. I really, really feel what you're saying. I, I've, I've absorbed so much based on this conversation this evening. I look forward to 
visiting your website and becoming a member of Periscope. You know, this is my first time even hearing about it. So I will definitely be acquainted with you um, from this day forward. So I really do appreciate you oh, putting this show on, and I look forward to our, our relationship. Absolutely. That is wonderful, and thank you for yeah. saying that. And my, my son and I, we're going to buy some dinner on that money that you just paid for that reading for. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we're going to get so <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> thank you, baby. <laughs> thank you very much for that. Okay. That so, as I said, Sonia Marie, please give us your contact information one more time so people can know how to get in contact with you if they've just joined or they didn't write it down the first time. Yes, my website is wordlifeastrology.com. And um, I'm on Facebook as well as at Word Life Astrology, Sonia Marie's Word Life Astrology. And by the way, you spell my name with a J. That's S-O-N-J-A-M-A-R-I-E, Word Life Astrology. I'm on Instagram as well, Word Life Astrology, and um, Periscope, which is Word Life Astrology, Sonia Marie. And for those that don't know, Periscope is a wonderful live streaming um, video app that you can get on your phone and on your tablet. And it's the bomb because people come in and put comments down while I'm talking. I kind of use it like TV every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, right? We come in and talk astrology. So find me, engage, and pass it on. And I always like to say, as you know this, sweetie, that um, the information comes through me, and I just want people to share it. It's not about me. It's about taking any little bit of information that comes through and just tossing it to somebody else, even if you put your name on it. Who cares? You know, like keep letting it go. Like the information has to go and people have to mm-hmm. continue to heal, you know. So, yeah, that's that. I'm going to shut up. And that's our <laughs> philosophy, and that's why we do this empowerment radio, because the information needs to be shared and it has yep. to be put out there in a manner where it's accessible to the multitude. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Okay. So um, I think maybe we'll just talk about a couple of things. Our next show, we are actually going to redo the Frugal Feminista. Our guest was unable to make the last show because she had family issues, a, a child injury, which she had to rush to the hospital for. But we're bringing her back mm-hmm. on on the 22nd of the month, next Wednesday, so that we could have that discussion about being that badass Frugal Feminista, bringing that spirit out in you. And then um, we have a new edition of Fluid Magazine out, our online magazine. The February edition is out, talking about the month of love and all things related to love. And with that, we'll go go ahead and close out the show with a quote on our topic. So, Sky, do you want to start with your quote? Um, This is just a quote from Albert Einstein about astrology, and he says that astrology is a science in itself and contains an illuminating body of knowledge. And he also goes on to say it taught him many things and that he is greatly indebted to it. I thought that was interesting that Albert Einstein made that that comment about astrology. And I think it's interesting that I picked Albert Einstein, too. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, the intuitive mind is a sacred gift, and the rational mind is a faithful servant. We have mm-hmm. created a society that honors the servant and has forgotten the gift. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, Marie, dear? Well, mm-hmm. I have a quote from myself. <laughs> um, sitting right alongside Albert Einstein, um, saying that astrology is, is more than entertainment. Mm-hmm. Astrology is a tool in which we can use um, to heal ourselves so mm-hmm. we can have healthy relationships with who we are, thus have better relationships with those that are around us. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Fantastic. Thank you. Okay, and thank you again for joining us. That's our sister, Sonia Marie. Oh, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And had an awesome time. Great, thank you. If if you want to find out more information about Sisters in Spirit, you can go to our Facebook page, uh, Facebook slash sis dash in dash spirit, or to our blog page fluidmagazine.com. Thank you all for joining the show. It was a pleasure as usual, and we look forward to meeting again next week. Thank you, Sonia Marie, for being with us. Thank you, guys. Thank you, ladies. Totally uplifting. Likewise. Take care, okay? Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.